Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm the co-host with Dean Curry. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We have so many things planned. You're in for a special treat. Over the next few episodes, you're going to hear different things about life, leadership, but you can count on this. It's probably going to be disreputable. So if for whatever reason you've already arrived or people like you just as you are, maybe this isn't for you. But if you found yourself at some point with a disreputable reputation, then this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to all of our listeners, all of our friends. Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. Yeah, and I'm Dean. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, man, we we are, uh, I think we are 11 episodes in. Right, we'll do one more uh, part of this season, our first season. It's been a good... A good season. Thank you for yeah, your absolutely. leadership in this, B. Man, it's been fun. And you know what's really, you know, we launch these on Fridays, every Friday. And I've been getting such great feedback from people saying, hey, we, we can't wait till this Friday, you know, or I last know, Friday was great. Or I know. And I'm grateful that people are sharing yeah. episodes. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, because when something matters, it's important to share it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're super grateful. Absolutely. I know I've said this a bunch, but we're super grateful for BD Local. For sure. Help and I have their app on my phone. Yeah. Bunch of they do a bunch of good work with other great people. Yeah. Yeah. So big thank you to BD Local. All right. Um we're we're telling towards the end of a what we what I would say, right, would be a successful season. Okay. Right. What I mean by season is just you know I mean for our podcast, but so we're not going to focus on the word season much, but let's let's talk about maybe the word successful today. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, if we're not careful, if they're not careful in any area, any circle, chase success. I my wife got uh, we she talked me into getting a dog. And no, don't is, blame her. No, that. I saw your I'm face. Full on deal, you, man. You were all about that dog. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, now I'm not all about it. Okay. Uh, okay. Now it's reality yeah, has kind of turned into my dog. You know. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. If she's listening, it's but her not dog. Not really. <laughs> but this dog sometimes will, like, you know how it, the, its tail it's figured out a way to you know move its tail to where she can kind of nip it, but she can't nip it, and mm-hmm. and so she's a puppy, so she literally just goes in circles i mean i think everybody in their mind as they're listening can see that picture of the dog sure, just chasing, dog its, chasing its, own t- tail. its own tail you know and i was watching her do that the other day and i just had this thought like i feel like that's how some people are when it comes to success they're just kind of going in circles trying to bite it trying to get it trying to nip at it but i think what they're chasing is is as a false perspective of really what success is yeah so I thought today maybe we could kind of talk through different measurements of success. You know, when we say this was a successful season, is that because what 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 is what does that even mean? You know, mm-hmm. and and if there and there's different levels of success, so maybe just kind of talk through some of those things today and help somebody on on you know that that's that has a dream, that has a business, that has a marriage, that has a family, and they want to be successful, and they're reading the books on how to be successful and. But it just may not feel like they're necessarily successful. It's a great, it's a great observation. Most people measure success with one metric, and it's money. 
Okay. They say, if if I made X, then I would be successful. Right. A lot of times they don't even define how much that is. If I made a bunch of money, it, right. they don't even define what a bunch of money is. Right. But really it's a very weak metric. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it matters. Sure. Because money matters for because there are certain things only money can do. Right. But it's not the only metric, and it's certainly not the best met- metric to uh, to define a great life or mm-hmm. a great marriage or a great family. Mm-hmm. So you're not a great dad just because you pay the bills. That's right. A factor of being a father, but right, it's not the defining factor. You could find lots of fathers that had a hard time paying bills but they they hit every other yeah every other category they did quality time they were great moral leaders mm-hmm. they they were great uh, fun mm-hmm. you know? but i think that people need to define it's it's best if you define what success means up front not okay. not kind of you know get to the end and go was that was that a win was that good or not i want to know if it's a win or not yeah but yeah, for, it's good. for me I think impact. Mm. I always have to have an impact metric, and it's hard to f- measure impact. When when we do this podcast, for me, mm-hmm. a lot of the the comments that I get in emails are people stopping me and say, "Hey, I loved your, I love that podcast." They, right. I want to make sure that I'm depositing something mm-hmm. of value into other people's lives. Mm-hmm. If if it's just for you and I to put content out there i mean isn't what's the point of content sure. for impact yeah to make a difference so i think you have to have an impact category you That's have to good. have a sustainability category which is where money comes in mm-hmm. something has to be sustainable you have to have a lifestyle that you can keep going it doesn't do any good if you're in a poor house after a month right and you have to have a relational mm. component yeah to success are you doing life with people that you love are you getting closer to people? Are you mm-hmm. are you meeting their needs? At some level, our success, my success as a friend, is defined by you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to sit down and say, Brandon, how am I, how am I doing? Right. Am I the friend you need? Am I the husband that Anne needs? Am I the pastor that this church needs? Am I the CEO that this business needs? Yeah. So to some extent, to some point, there is self revelation that almost has to happen in order to really truly define success disagree or agree with that i agree with that yeah do you think we're you need feedback outside feedback in order to have that revelation it's not just entirely in yourself i think you should feel good Mm -hmm. but you know psychopaths feel good about their decisions too (laughs) yeah good point so you have sure someone that you have to have somebody go hey what do you think and right. they, they give you you know outside perspective like mm-hmm. hey you, you're winning here here and here but you're destroying your family over there that's what happened in the scripture right with with Moses he's literally leading a nation and his father-in-law pulls him aside and says hey man this yeah. isn't sustainable right and he has he totally reorganizes his life based on one conversation with his father-in-law yeah you got to have people like that. Yeah. So what would you say would be, you know, you gave us, you know, the three areas that you would want to, and we could break those down if we want to in a greater detail, but what would you say would be things that people are chasing that are not healthy measurements? You said money. 
But what what, what would be a, a, another areas based on maybe things that you've seen as a business owner, mm-hmm. as a as a husband, as a father, as a leader yeah. in a city, that uh, other areas that people are it's an unhealthy way of measuring where they're at in their life. Yeah, I would put fun and fame in those two categories of okay. things that are unhealthy metrics. Okay. So if people are just asking the question, am I having fun? Right. Well, I mean, that, that's that's a very shallow metric. And trying to, and trying to check that box will uh-huh. get you doing things that, that could be uh, not not so good for your life. People right. drink too much, go out party too much at some level because they have a a fun category they're trying to check. Sure, but if if fun is the if fun is too high on the list, mm-hmm. then you don't raise kids, right? Or you're not hanging out when they need you because sure. kids are work, right? You're building a business is work. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's fun as an outcome, mm-hmm. but uh, it's down the road a little bit. Gotcha. Working out isn't fun. Sure. You can try to call it fun. You can do it. I know you. I know guys like you, but it's not fun. <laughs> guys fun. like me. It's not adrenaline. It's not. Sure. It's not. Sometimes ha, it feels like work. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got to force yourself to get get in the gym. And right. That kind of thing. Yeah. So fun. Fun, and then the and fame. The the second thing I mentioned was this idea of yeah fame. Just because I think a lot of people, well, I don't know, maybe it's the social media age we mm-hmm. live in, that if if their name is <laughs> is is out there, or if they have enough uh, profile pics or mm-hmm. selfies or something, that somehow that's a win. Right. But I don't know. I mean, why do people go and shoot up high schools? Mm. Get on the front page of the paper, you know. Right. It's madness. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you focus on impact, mm-hmm. then you can have a level of uh, notoriety because you've made a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. But to chase that for itself, for its own self, I feel is empty. Yeah. But I don't want to monologue. What do you? No, that's wh- good. What would you put on that list? Um, the, the for the false ones. Yeah. Uh, I would kind of counter just a tad bit, which is, I think, the good part of this disreputable podcast, and just kind of say I've also been around, like, terrible fuddy-duddies, too, you know? So I probably lean more fun, you know, not because I don't like to work hard, but I do like to work hard, play hard, you know? And I've been around a lot of people that they don't seem like they I, – I read a quote today. Um, today is going to be relative for when this podcast – goes out but um and it was basically like if you want a fun culture you yourself have to be fun if you want a hard work culture then you yourself have to work hard Mm -hmm. if you so i think a lot of my success growing up was based upon somebody else's measurement or where somebody else was at and what i kind of had to come to grips with and learn was like the only way that i can truly measure my success is to look right in front of me and to look around me, you know, and say, you know, what are the things that matter to me most mm-hmm. in life and family and friends and, and um, you know, relationships and, and what I'm working on and say, okay, like, you know, 
do they love me? Because there's, as a pastor, right, there's that old saying that's like, you can win the world, but you can lose your family, you know? And I just kind of, I just kind of fooled with that because I feel like that's an old system. That's an, that's an, that's an old way of doing something. I feel like this day and age, there's new ways that you can do things. And so what I mean by that is in some ways, like, well, bring them with you. Or yeah, you do that well in areas that you can. There's certain areas like business meetings and stuff. You can't have your kids running around and stuff. But there are there are certain there's certain moments in your life where you know you can say like, yeah, I mean, my daughter looks forward to driving with dad to church every Sunday morning. She wants yeah. to go with me, you know. Yeah. And you make those moments fun. Why? Because we stop and we yeah. get this and that. I, I agree. You know, I agree. I agree with that. I don't want to say you don't want it to be enjoyable, right? But I mean, there it is work. For sure. You're taking her to work. You're not taking her to 100%. Enchanted Village or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. It's show business, as yeah. they say. You know, not show fun. Right. Yeah, good point. You know, and uh, you you do a good job. In fact, I think I, I, I just made some derogatory comments about the millennial uh, frame of mind about social media and fame and all that. Sure. One thing I think millennials do better than mm. previous generations is try to keep the fun in it, you know, the yeah. enjoyment in it, as, as, uh, instead of right drudgery. Yeah, I think the fault, the 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 sense of fakeness to that though is, in some ways, is that it's not reality; it's just a snapshot. You know, I mean, we've all heard this, and you know, it's just like anybody can capture something in a moment and put it out there and make it look good, but in, in all reality. That's why I asked you just a few moments ago about, you know, self-evaluation. I do 100% agree that you do have to ask the people that, the voices that matter the most in your life, you have to ask to get the honest feedback. Yeah. You don't just ask everybody. No. You've even taught me. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion, but only a few people have a vote. And That's right. You, I believe that. You taught me that, and yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. So I'm always kind of paying attention to the few people, you know, that matter the most. But also, I, I, I really do believe in, like, self-evaluation, you know? Like, soul health matters a lot to me, personally, you know? So I think success at its best for me looks like when, when I can really tell my soul is healthy. And the ways that I measure that is when I can truly applaud the wins of somebody else when I feel like I may not be winning, you know, when I can congratulate someone, when, when, when you can, I don't know, when you can, when you can really serve someone in, in hopes that you really get nothing back, you know, and, and that, that just takes some time and, and, and there are moments where pride and, you know, stuff tries to creep in, you know, but you have to figure out ways to kind of flush that so that yeah. I'm always just kind of like, hey, I can always tell like when something's up in my my mind, my psyche or whatever, I'm like, ah, I feel like that might be deeper, you know, mm -hmm. and I got to figure out how to just, you know, work that, work that system. Yeah, I like that. Flush that out, you know. I have a couple of friends who have some great habits. One, one every night before he goes to bed. Mm -hmm. He writes out his goals one more time. Wow, that's his way of keeping. What is success? You know, what am I trying to do here? Yeah. Uh, the other is a, a guy who's been a mentor from afar. His name is Robin Sharma. He has a wonderful podcast. Yeah. And I've shared several of his things with you, but 
uh, he says you should write out before you go to bed, make a note of three things that were highlights for you in that day. Wow. So that you 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 measure smaller increments of success. Yeah. You, it's good. You're not just you're not just saying, Am I winning when you're low? I mean sometimes like, you know Right. You, you only ask the question oh, no. when you're already bummed. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's kind of a way of For sure. It's just getting lost, you know. But yeah. But I I like those three things. So I try to do those with myself most days okay. I'll try to make a note like wait, what are three things that worked yeah, that's cool on a small level yeah you know and then we have family meetings you know where yeah. I'll sit down with the kids and I'll just say hey you know give dad some feedback yeah we did this thing in our family it's called base hit home run strikeout okay tell me about it well it's just you know it's an easy analogy with baseball you know baseball was like hey mom dad son daughter what, what was a solid that was happening today solid base hit you know a over the top home run. You know, you came home and you know, dad did this, mom did this, son, daughter like did. That. You know, and then how sh- frequently do you do this? Try, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, maybe once a month. You know, I'm not gonna be right. the guy that sits here and be like, yeah, we do it every week. And then my wife listens. She's like, you're a liar. Right, you know. Right. So, in some areas, we try to. And then where's the strikeout? And I think it's easy. What I encourage my family to do is don't start with the strikeout. Mm. I think mentally. We immediately can think of five things that are the strikeout, you know, or maybe that's just me, mm-hmm. but the the areas we missed, but we really kind of focus on the areas that we that we grand slammed it or home run, okay. you know, and then we get to the strikeout, and th- because that's the area that we want to work on, so we don't strike out again. Another another formula that I'll add to this yeah. that I, I'm I've become a fan of in recent years is one that's uh, written about by an author named Scott Adams. And mm. he, and he talks about, uh, he, he wrote a book called how to fail at almost everything and still succeed. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I like that. And, and he, what he talks about is be, make your goal be about systems mm. and not just a specific outcome. So let me give you an example. Okay. He said, successful people have goals that look like this. I want to have a beautiful, smart, hardworking, thoughtful wife. Mm. Okay. That's the kind of girl I'm I'm trying to marry, and I'm going to date those kinds of people. That's a system. Mm-hmm. A goal would be, I want to marry Reagan. Yeah. So if Reagan's not available, right? It's like, uh oh. Right. Yeah. Good right? point. But to break down, what was it about Reagan that you liked? Yeah. And it was about this. Th- so a lot of people. Yeah. I want to play Major League Baseball. Good. For the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's a f- fairly narrow goal. Sure. But if it's, I want to, you know, be involved in athletics, mm-hmm. I want to, you you know, ha- you know, and you lay out a system mm-hmm. that gets you most of what you want. Right. I want to be physically fit. Right. I want to be in the world of athletics. Mm-hmm. I want to be. Mm-hmm. Financially, so you you can say yes to opportunities or people that get you get you there. Yeah. If you want to be just be the CEO of AT and T, right? You, that's a fairly narrow thing and very hard to. to but if you want to be the CEO of a growing mm-hmm. communications business or mm-hmm. of a tech company, if you want to, you know, th- now mm-hmm. opportunity is a little wider for you. Mm-hmm. So he talks about working systems and not just 
specifics. Yeah. At what level, and, and uh, you know, we can close in just a few minutes after this, but at what level do you tie in happiness to success? Or, um, I, I don't know. I mean, they hopefully you feel happy at the end of the day. Sure. But if you're only happy mm-hmm. when you succeed, right? then that's a long, long road. You want to be happy every day on the process, right? We've said it. Other people have said it. It's an old mm-hmm. aphorism, but it's the journey. Sure. Not the destination. Yeah. You sent me something yesterday, which, or a few days ago, that I was listening to from the Robin Sharma, which just brought to my attention when you said that a minute ago. Because I've heard this today. I've even used it. And I think and in, in some ways we hint to it about that journey piece, right? You know, like we'll say when we feel like we're moving slow, hey, man, we're in it for the long haul or this is the long game or or, hey, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And and that the video that you sent me of the gentleman was kind of rechallenging that thought. And he said it, it is a long game. It is a marathon. But to say that you're not sprinting is actually kind of laziness uh-huh. in some ways. He's yeah. like. So he he said, "Hey, in some areas you got to sprint, sprint hard. You know, work hard, sprint fast. Yeah, and then and then slow. And then he yeah. used the it's a series of sprints. Usain Bolt. You know, it was like to say hey. that he doesn't sprint is false. He he, eight point nine seconds he sprints right. But then you know then he's, but then he's you know moving in other paces at different times. You know, I don't know. It was just an interesting. I it like was a that. challenging thought." And that's that's a really a great way to organize your life. Mm-hmm. Push hard, right. enjoy. Yeah. Push hard, rest. Right. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do the enjoy the rest. For sure. They know how to push hard, you know, but then they're always looking for that. Right. That next that next push. I'll end with this. You and know? I don't want to sound like the pastor all the time, but yeah. That's why a spiritual component is so important to everybody's life because mm. there's some transcendent peace. Mm. Yeah, that's good. It's not about whether I'm winning or making or young or whatever. If I have a transcendent component that God loves me mm-hmm. and just the way I am, yeah, but loves me too much to stay that way, yeah, good. Then, then I can I'm, I'm at peace no matter what's going on with my business, and I can say that from personal experience. I've been at the top, I've been at the bottom, right? I've been poor and I've been rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you can have that spiritual connection, there's peace there. Yeah, no matter what. Good. Well, thank you for everybody for listening. Thank you, Dean, for the wisdom. And man, it's been a great, great season. Our next one is our finale. And I think you're really going to enjoy that one. We're going to talk about a finale. So make sure you tune in. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you share it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.